Ari Rosenbaum here with another fun-filled episode of that 401k podcast. This week's topic, I think we're at episode number 263, Picking Plan Providers Because They're Cheap is Just a Truly Bad Idea. First things first, that 401ksite.com for information on all our events. October 13th, we got a plan sponsor event, which is free. January, we have a plan uh, advisor event, back to back dates, last weekend in January. Plus, we've got some uh, live events coming up May 3rd, Arlington, Texas, June the 6th, Bronx, New York. Uh, should have those uh, pages up uh, pretty, pretty soon. Uh, that 401ksite.com, you know, some pretty good articles here and there. Uh, 401k related and sometimes non 401k related. Uh, just posted one about the uh, the Oakland A's uh, and how they're moving and my experience going to Oakland and how I kind of understand why they're ma- uh, moving to Las Vegas, which of course would be a great opportunity to have a conference in Las Vegas again. But let's get to the topic at hand. Um, my wife and I, you know, always love good bargains. Uh, she loves shopping at Costco. She knows that uh, 97 cents, when the item ends at 97 cents, that's that's an item that's going on clearance and it's going bye-bye. And, you know, one of the funniest things uh, that I kid her about is they opened up a Costco in about six years ago in my areas, um, and I wanted to join again. My wife's like, oh, why, why, you want to join? What's, what's the point of it? We don't need that stuff. And as it turns out, my wife is the biggest Costco shopper. She loves Costco, and the reason she loves Costco is not only the great deals. She'll go store to store because some stores have different items. Um, I have a friend of mine in Atlanta, and last time we were in Atlanta last year, my wife was like so excited to go and. Uh, find these Le Creuset Dutch ovens, I think the Dutch oven it was, and you've never found that in another store. We went to the West Coast recently, so from Washington straight down to California, we hit a bunch of Costco's, including uh, the day of Hurricane Hillary. My wife, you know, had me go to two different Costco's. And Costco in New York and New Jersey is a little bit different. Well, I mean, New York is certainly different because what's interesting in New York, we don't allow liquor sales in the stores. You can buy beer, but you can't buy hard liquor. And you've got a California and uh, Oregon and, and whatnot, and they got these giant, like, you know, giant spaces for wine and whatnot. And people say, what's the big deal? You know, your local Costco has one next door. And it's just such a, such a big selection. And, um, you know, my wife's always a savvy shopper, you know, her rationale is why should I pay for it, you know, full price when I could get it later for 30% less. Um, but the problem is, is that uh, some plan sponsors may think that way about, you know, hiring a TPA or hiring a financial advisor and, and you know, picking the cheapest provider out there. And, you know, thanks to fee disclosure regulations, you know, we know exactly how much providers are charging. Um, back in the old days, they were cloaked with hidden fees. Plan sponsors had the fiduciary responsibility of paying reasonable plan expenses and then couldn't because they had no idea exactly how much they were being paid. Uh, I mean, the providers were being paid. Um, you'd have CPAs pocketing revenue sharing and not telling the client and telling them they had one fee, but, you know, all in, they were paying so much more. And, you know, 
there was a lot of chicken littles in the industry when fee disclosure came about. Again, um, there were people in the industry, industry like spokespeople that, in my opinion, um, uh, one of them, I don't even want to name his name. He's, he's long retired and his organization got gobbled up by ARA. But anyway, anytime there was any criticism of the industry when it came to fees, he was so defensive uh, to the point where I think he was just a um, a sucker, uh, you know, just a pawn of the industry that was, you know, cloaking fees and not telling clients exactly how much they're being paid. So they, these chicken littles said that, you know what, uh, people are going to terminate their plans because they don't want to deal with these regulations. You always hear that. Um, you heard that with the uh, fiduciary rule, you know, uh, these broker associations. Well, you know, if you get rid of that, brokers are going to go out of the business and therefore plan sponsors can't find any advisors. It's a lot of nonsense. Um, you know, obviously fee disclosure, uh, you know, the that fear was unfounded. People didn't terminate because of the fee disclosure regulations. That's absolute nonsense. Um, has there been a race to zero, as some other people have said? Yeah, I mean, I don't really think so. I think there's been a lot of fee compression. But, you know, obviously it can be a double-edged sword because it may give the idea to the plan sponsor that they got to find the cheapest providers. And they always forget that it's all about reasonableness, not about finding the cheapest. And as long as the fees are reasonable... Uh, for the services provided, that's great. Uh, you know, too often there are plan providers that give a bare bones service, charge a cheap fee, and their fees are actually unreasonable because the services they provide is garbage. And, um, uh, you, you know, you, you could give it away for free and it still may be too expensive, especially some of these uh, uh, TPAs I've seen here and there. And of course, reasonableness doesn't mean cheap. Um, you can pay more if you get more. Uh, obviously, uh, you want a nice, fancy, flashy website that can do everything but wash windows. And you want to pay for that? Yeah, sure you can. Uh, again, it's all about prudence. It's all about paying reasonable plan expenses. You know, uh, plan sponsors have to document the decisions. It's got to be rational. There has to be a basis for it. Hiring your cousin doesn't suffice. Um, most, you know... Uh, since most plan sponsors really don't know what they're doing, they need to hire plan providers who do know what the heck they're doing. So there's always um, the need to hire somebody who knows what they're doing, and sometimes the cheapest is not exactly the best. A lot of times the cheapest is really, really bad. Um, you know, if you're paying an advisor five basis points and they do nothing uh, but wave to you every now and then, send you a newsletter, that doesn't suffice. Duty of prudence obviously requires the selection of competent plan providers and selecting an incompetent provider is certainly a breach of that. Hire somebody just because they're cheap? Absolutely uh, not a good idea. And I, it's important to know that expertise doesn't come cheaply. Do you, you know, I don't think you pick, pick a physician because they charge the lowest price, obviously, but the insurance it doesn't matter. But um, years ago, I, you know, tried, you know, floating a I want that to be a Walmart of services, legal services, wills and all that stuff. And if you charge such a low amount of money, uh, you never get it back um, in volume. That's how I found it. And, uh, you know, you don't hire an attorney who charges $25 an hour versus 500 
professional services aren't like, you know, a Coke Zero bottle where, you know, you know, char Target may charge a buck seventy nine and supermarket might charge two seventy nine. I used to love those days of the dollar liter sodas, dollar two liter sodas. Hiring a payroll provider, obviously, to handle the 401k plan isn't a good idea if you intend to make contributions that um, favor highly compensated employees or you want to offer them, you know, offer your employees a DB plan or a non-qual. Um, cheaper TPAs tend not to have that level of sophistication when it comes to plan design and obviously lacking expertise in plan design. Uh, can leave money on the table because not maximizing contributions to the plan for the employees, um, the employer can't maximize their tax deductions, and so literally they're putting more money in the pockets of the federal and state governments. Uh, that's how I see it. You need to find a TPA that knows what the heck they're doing, knows when it comes to plan design. You know, I've seen it cross-tested or even, you know, corrective contributions, you need to know somebody who knows what the heck they're doing. Um, the same thing as with a financial advisor. Shouldn't pick on price. You know, there are people here who charge three to five basis points. That's great. I don't think they do a bang-up job. Um, you know, the responsibility of a financial advisor is to uh, help manage a fiduciary process, such as developing the IPS, the investment policy statement, Picking and replacement investment options based on that IPS, as well as offering investment education or advice to plan participant. You know, uh, if you hire an advisor who charges 15 basis points and does nothing, really, how have you really helped yourself? You have it. Price is a, uh, is a consideration, but it should not be the sole or deciding factor or the, the main reason. It's important to understand the level of service. It's under, important to understand... Um, you know, what what they're giving you. Uh, and again, I think cheaper providers don't put out uh, enough of a good service, in my opinion, just because they're cheap. If you want white glove treatment, you, sh you can pay for it. And again, it's all about reasonableness. You want co concert service at the Waldover Astoria, but you won't be, you know, but you, you know, you pay more to get that. Uh, you don't get that at a Motel 6. Uh, you may get free cable TV. I used to always like that with the motels. Free HBO, free color TV. I'm old enough to remember that. When I was uh, traveling on the West Coast this past August, you know, I booked ahead. You take the internet and you find the room and, you know, they take the Bonvoy app or the Hilton Honors app and you could find a whole, you know, bunch of great hotels. You could see what it's like. You could see the ratings. And it reminded me when I was a kid, uh, my parents would pick the triple A guide. They would use the triple A guide. It was always like a motel. It was never anywhere nice. Uh, you know, staying at the Holiday Inn was a big deal. I was 18 when I stayed at my first Hilton in San Francisco. I thought it was like glorious. Um, but, it, you know, I, I like to travel Bonvoy, Marriott's. Um, I think I avoid Fairfield Inns like the plague these days. I like, uh, and my kids like the rooms with the suites, you know, those type of hotels, uh, the added room and whatnot. But, you know, you can pay more for that as a plan sponsor when it comes to a concierge service. You want to hire a TPA that knows what the heck they're doing? You want to pay a little more? You can do that. Same thing with an advisor. 
want to hire a RISA 316 administrator to handle the day-to-day? You can. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, so, you know, you want to hire an advisor service at 338? You can do that. Nothing wrong with that. Obviously, you know, plan providers serving as a fiduciary are going to charge more than if they didn't serve as a fiduciary capacity. So it's extremely important that a plan sponsor understands that they can pay more if they get more. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's important to make sure that whatever they do, it's apples to apples. Um, you know, when comparing plan providers, you can't compare a payroll provider who does almost nothing and compare it to a TPA serving in a 316 capacity. Uh, it's got to be apples to apples. It can't be apples to oranges, which I never understood that phrase. Why do they always pick apples and oranges? Why can't it be apples to pears or something? But whatever. Because sometimes a plan sponsor will you know, mix it up and look at the prices and they'll go for somebody cheaper and not realizing that the cheaper provider isn't doing half the stuff um, that the old provider did. One of my, I wouldn't say it's a fond memory, but when I was at Geller Group, um, there was his advisor uh, out in the southeast and whatnot, and he brought all his plans over to us, and one of the plan sponsors made the switch, and right off the bat, signed up and wasn't happy because we weren't helping them out like the previous TPA. And uh, all of a sudden, the advisor who smelled blood, uh, not the advisor who bought the business, another advisor was asking around and wanted to know if they knew what a case, what we, if we knew what a case op was. And I kind of knew what a case op was. 401k ESOP hybrid, which is a K. And... Uh, the boss decided that he knew what was best, and he went to present to the client on case ops, and he didn't do so well. The client got uh, fired us and fired the advisor. Uh, I think it's important that uh, plan sponsors realize when looking at other providers, are they giving me what I have currently have, what that I'm happy about? If they can't offer me the same level of service, that's a problem. Um, that happens too often when you're making changes, you know, just made a change from T-Mobile to Verizon, and there's certain things you lose out when you move over. And there's certain things you gain, you know, Sunday YouTube NFL ticket is a much better prize than MLB, uh, the MLB uh, online, you know, all the games and all that stuff. Playing sponsor needs to realize they can't compare a Cadillac to Chevrolet. Uh, they can compare a Cadillac to a Lincoln or a Lexus or an Acura or an Infinity or even now a Genesis. Identifying the services that the incumbent provider provides and the fees they charge will give the plan sponsor an accurate sense of whether the fees are reasonable or not. Last but not least, the most important feature to focus for plan sponsors on is the competency of plan providers. Concentrating just how much a provider charges um, and focusing on that may cost the plan sponsor in the long run. Um, you know, I've seen too many plan sponsors under IRS DOL audits getting into a whole bunch of problems simply because they picked the cheap provider who didn't know what the heck they were doing. This isn't to suggest that low-cost providers are incompetent. It just means that the selection of plan providers require a careful process of evaluating them to find the best fit. Just picking a plan provider based solely on cost isn't part of a careful process of selecting plan providers. That's just it.
you can't, you know, just do that. So this is a short episode this week. Uh, hope you go to thatformkside.com for further information on all our events. And tune in next week for another episode of That 401k Podcast.